There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified I am Clebert, a physicist. And I am Anka Konstantin, an astrophysicist who's hunting for supermassive black holes. All right, now we're going to introduce the panel of comedians. So these are the crew of locally and organically grown panel of comedians representing here for you the one and only new and improv JMU's comedy troupe. A and big applause for them. In, yay, thank you. In order of appearance, we have Alex Jacobs. <laughs> Alex is a senior communications and interdisciplinary philosophy major. And uh, since uh, he thought you were wondering, yes, he did play sports in high school. <laughs> Our second uh, comedian is Marion Duffy. Hey, Marion. Marion's a sophomore majoring something art-related or whatever. And <laughs> she says that the sound of her own laugh makes her laugh even more. So go for it, Marion. And the third, and not the last, for sure, we have Drew Holt. Drew is a junior business major, and he is also a Virginia senator for his second, wait, Third term. Okay, uh, none of them are debuting with Demystifying the Expert. They have been doing this before, so they're good to go. All and right. And finally, to our mystery expert of the night, Professor Barbara Reisner. Yay, come on, Barbara. Barbara That's has been at JMU since 2000 after previous research appointments at the National Institutes of Standard and Technology in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and SUNY Stony Brook. Professor Reisner graduated with a bachelor degree, just in case you wonder, you know, okay, from Princeton University and obtained her doctorate, a PhD, from University of California at Berkeley where she continued her special specialization in what we are going to demystify here today. Professor Reisner built a long history of being actively, if not aggressively, invested in making the public aware of the types of things she's an expert on, as well as making research experiences available and equitable for all learners. So we're ready to start. And as we promised, we are going to going through a series of games. Sort of like, wait, wait, don't tell me if you wonder, but it's going to be with the science team. And the first game, oh, actually, before we start, because we're going to have so many questions for the expert, we're going to actually allow the expert to ask a few questions. To the comedians. To the comedians, to the All panel right. of comedians. Go ahead, uh, one I know, question. and we, at the same time, we put her on the spot because she <laughs> did not know about this coming. What is the silliest thing you've done as a JMU student? 
What is the oh. silliest thing? Silliest thing I've done. God. Wow. For a family friendly audience. For a family friendly audience. Family friendly. Not a perfect question for some improv. The silliest thing we've done? God, let's see. We had an improv show about a week and a half ago where, uh, ha well, it was probably more than that, probably about a month ago, where half of us were Team Braveheart and the other half was Team Fine Art and they went against <laughs> each other. So you would either dress up as like a Scottish revolutionist from Braveheart times or uh, as like a piece of fine art. And uh, a couple of us dressed up as two halves of a unicorn because we decided that people during the Braveheart times definitely rode unicorns. So maybe that's up there. I don't know. That seems silly yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, we all did, were a part of that, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you want to be when you grow up? If you were in kindergarten. Oh, oh you have one question for each oh. member. That's one awesome. For Go for it. Okay. Yes. Oh, is this for me then? Yeah. Okay. Um, when I wanted, when I, when I was younger, I wanted to. I don't know. I, I wanted to like be on the Amanda Bynes show before Amanda Bynes went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we have Drew. Yeah. Do you have a question, a question for, for him? Yeah. Do I have to ask you a question? You went Drew? that, that like. route. What question would you ask yourself? What question? I would say, <laughs> oh, man. Um, how many wheels of a car have I gotten on the curb? That's a good question. Four. <laughs> um, I was 16 and learning, and I managed to get the whole car on the whole curb. I'm really proud of myself. Congratulations. <laughs> haven't gotten again. Yeah. Haven't done good, it since, but fantastic. we're very proud we're of him. We're going to get the show going with the first game. So we're going to go to the first game. The first game of the night is called the 20 question guessing game. So the comedians will ask any questions they want to the expert, but the experts are only allowed to answer yes or no. And the goal is that they will figure out what the expert is an expert on. Right, like what kind of scientist is she? Is she a geologist or an astronomer or a... Historian, is that a science? No, we're going to find out. Okay. There you go. And we are going to be taking points. I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and start. You started, uh, Alex. Let's see. Um, let's see. Do you study things that occur in the natural world? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, do you study things that are alive and breathing? No. Okay. okay. Do you study things that are dead and not breathing? That's a very yes. smart yes. question. Yes. Oh, you okay. can so they were even louder. Wait, wait, wait repeat. Wait. That are Do you study things dead? that are that are not breathing, that are not alive? Then. Wait. So, you said dead <laughs> at first. Oh, yeah. Dead would impl dead. Well, dead. Okay. Dead. mean that they've been alive before? No. Okay. No, no. aliveness. No okay. All right. Okay. Uh, do you study outer space? No. Okay. No outer space. Do we're you study somewhere. rocks? There's no maybe. <laughs> that makes it hard. <laughs> of course it makes it hard. That's yes. the point. Rocks. Yes? Yes to rocks. All right. So let's fo follow the rock trail. Okay. Are we getting closer? Yeah, a little Are warmer, we getting closer, I would a little say. Yeah, Am I allowed to answer warmer. that? No. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, the movie Tremors... 
So, the rocks in that, it's more southwest area. Anything to do with that? No. Any specific region with rocks? No. Okay, so just all rocks. Rocks is really broad, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. Rocks. Have you ever seen the movie Rocky? No. Really? No. Okay. I recommend it. It's a good I wonder movie. how relevant that do you, is. Do you study more than just rocks? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay that's what about rocks, rocks on a table, maybe? A, a periodic table? Yes. Oh. Okay. oh. That's closer. Can you name that scientist? Would you say that an important factor in a couple's romantic relationship is their chemistry? <laughs> oh. Yeah, he got it. You would. Oh. So was that a yes, Barbara? You? It was a yes. She studied chemistry. Yes. Okay, you got yes. the general subject. Okay. Can you oh. narrow down a can little bit? Can we narrow, can we narrow down? What kind chemistry? of chemistry it can, it can be narrower? Professor Reisner is. Okay, um, what's a part of chemistry? Yeah, do how you, many types of chemistry is there? Do you study uh, particles? That's a hard question. That's a hard question. I know, I know. they're good, isn't it? You can say Are yes and no particles? or no and no. Yes. 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 That's there a hard question. Okay. So particle chemistry. <laughs> you got this, Drew. I got this? Okay. Yeah. Well, chemistry, as I knew before right now, there's more than one facet to chemistry, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so with that in mind... I'm shocked with that revelation. Yes. No, we all knew that. With that in mind... Um, do you think that any one have you have you been studying any one element in particular in the past in, in in your career? Are you focusing on one? Just just one? Sure. No. What about a, a small amount? Hey, hey, it's not your turn, Holt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He's got an idea. Now, I don't know if this will help us narrow it down, but I'm frankly just curious. Does the kind of chemistry you study make explosions? No. Since Aww. 4th of July. No firecrackers. Darn it. All right. So, yes to rocks, yes to chemistry. Um, what? Is, oh, you go, you go. Is, um, so, is it, is it a broader, in, in chemistry, do you study more than just rocks? Do you kind of... She said yes. Yes? She said oh, yes she, more I missed than that just question. rocks. Okay. Um, are you often pouring test tubes into other test tubes? Oh, that's <laughs> a great question. And the color changes, and maybe there's a poof of smoke? Do, after you answered that question... That I, was more than one question. Do you pour <laughs> things, things into, into other things? Do you other things? Yes. Okay. Do you look into things with a microscope? Yes. yes. Whoa. Uh, the yeses are adding yeses. up. You just double your score. <laughs> oh, God. Where do we go from here, guys? Uh, we hit all the bases. I know. God. Uh, d uh, do you uh, <laughs> do you observe these things in a microscope? That's but they're I not living. Right. Okay. Do um, you need help? I need you in improv? I would love some help. I would love yeah, a little bit of help. Yeah, we need a clue. Some I, help? Yes, yeah. a little bit. Oh, phone a Dear friend. Dear Professor Reisner, you have the green light for your uh, elevator speech. All right. How about, yeah, give us a minute of your life. That's or a less. hard task. Let's listen carefully. Okay. Go ahead. So I am what is known as an inorganic chemist. I deal with the entire periodic table. Oh. I've probably worked with about 60 elements at this point. Okay. Um, 
I like to grow crystals, which is the microscope and the rocks. Whoa. And so the type of crystals that I like to grow are materials that are called metal organic frameworks. They're basically like big molecular sponges. Okay. And so these molecular sponges, um, they're capable of separating different compounds from each other. So you can separate mixtures of gases, you can separate mixtures of liquids, you can separate um, things you don't want in a wastewater. Wow. Growing crystals. So we were dancing around that. So what is, what do you, what's your primary, what, what are you looking for when you look at these crystals? So honestly, I really like to grow pretty crystals that are, have really pretty colors. Realistically, I would like to grow crystals that have some sort of application for try, the, the ones that we're trying to grow. We're trying to grow crystals that are capable of taking carbon dioxide out of a gas mixture so we can do things like um, help with global warming. Oh, that's awesome. And why? Realistically, the crystals don't do that and they're beautiful. Okay. And why do the crystals, why do they have pretty colors? They have pretty colors because they're from the middle part of the periodic table where everything is colored beautifully. Of course. So the periodic table right. has colors? The well, the elements on the periodic table have colors. And they have different colors. They do have different colors. So, yes. Why? Do you guys know the colors of elements? I do not. Um, we were talking about sulfur earlier. Sulfur is yellow. Good job. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Drew. Thanks. Excellent, Drew. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, really, is this your research, Barbara, about the crystals? That's part of my research. Okay. So the other part of my research centers around chemical education, which you probably never would have gotten to with the questions you were asking. Chemical education. Chemical education. Chemical education. So would you mind telling us a little bit about what chemical education is? So chemical education is figuring out ways to make it so that students like you, if you were ever to take a chemistry course, okay. would actually develop better perceptions about how, what things look like at the molecular level. So chemists think molecularly. We think about molecules, things that we can't see. And it's really hard to think about things you can't see. So we need good pictures of things that you can't see. And a lot of us have ideas that aren't quite right. And so one of the things that I do is help students understand um, how things like bonding work at a molecular level, at a level that we can't see. Do you ever lose them? Always. So, I think we're ready to move on. We have a new game to play. As we said, we have a series of games. Okay, so the game is the fill in the blanks. Hey, well, we, we have, have the done. game filling the blanks. Okay. So, uh, the game is how the many, following. How many of you are reading popular science articles? Uh, yay, yay, okay. So, here's what we're going to do to our comedians. We're going to read a um, headline, and we're going to blink one word, and you have to guess what the word is. Okay. We're going to blank yeah. one word. Let's see if we can guess what that word is. So, the headline is, are you ready? Yes, yep. ready. Okay. Ready. This one, I'll give you the hint right away. It was a publication of the... American Association for the Advancement of Science. Okay? Yep. So it says the following. Draining peatlands give global rise to greenhouse blank. OK. 
Gas. Emissions. Gases. Gas. No. Okay, so what oh, kind of gas is that? Emissions. Yeah. Some kind blank of greenhouse emissions. emissions. Greenhouse blank emissions. Methane. Um, Getting closer, maybe, maybe. What, what did you say, Drew? Type? I said methane. I was I'm thinking the cows. That's where my mind. It's not methane. It's not methane. It's not methane. It's another uh, gas. How about um, carbon di- dioxide? Carbon dioxide? Yeah. Um, no nope. emissions. Some oxygen. other gases you might have heard of. Some you might have heard of? I said oxygen. Is that not? Uh-uh. It's a gas. It's a, it's that is a gas. gas. Yes. Right. Um, other other types of gases, like what kind of you know? Is it an element? No, it's no. a molecule it's a, okay. that has oxygen. It's a compound. It's a compound. Thank you, compound. It's a compound. So it's many. Many. With well, we're gonna hear maybe later about what that is, but it has a cool name, which you've heard about. It has a cool name that we've heard about, and it's a compound yeah. with oxygen in it. When have we heard about it? Water. Uh, everywhere. Movies. I don't know. Uh, when you go to the dentist. Oh, um. Oh. Helium. Yeah, C4. <laughs> Which one? When we go to the dentist. Yeah, yeah. Laughing Nitrogen. Gas. Yes. Laughing gas. There That's you go. A match. Cool. <laughs> That's it it says laughing, laughing gas? gas. I'm not did, kidding. Yeah, wow. Does anyone know that the laughing gas is a greenhouse gas? I you don't have no idea. I didn't I know. No I was doing don't so laugh anymore. So, what's a laughing gas? <laughs> so, laughing gas is dinitrogen monoxide. Two nitrogens attached to an oxygen. So, you had an oxygen, but you need two nitrogens too. Yes, that's. Yes. Of course. So, uh, how. Are there others besides methane, carbon dioxide, uh, laughing gas, other gases? There are greenhouse gases. Water is a greenhouse gas. Water. Water molecule. Water. Yes. What exactly is are the like? What do you have? What are the qualifications you have to have to be a greenhouse That's a very gas? Yeah, I was That's just going to ask that So to be a greenhouse gas, you have when we have light coming down to the earth, yep. and we have light radiation going away from the earth and the greenhouse gases what they do is they trap that heat heat is a form of heat is a form of energy too and it has a wavelength so it can be thought of as light and a greenhouse gas absorbs that radiation and traps it in the earth's atmosphere so if the gas absorbs it at all is it a greenhouse gas or do you have to absorb absorb it a certain amount even a I, certain amount. I, do. Yeah, I think even a certain amount. But Some greenhouse gases are worse was, than others. Yeah, okay. The qu- I think the question is: Is, for example, the oxygen just oxygen gas? Is that a greenhouse gas? I don't think oxygen is a greenhouse no. gas. No, it's not. It needs to be a compound gas. Okay. So all of the compound gases that have more than one type of molecules, those are greenhouse. Those are going to be able to hold the heat. Drop infrared radiation. Is it yeah. correct to say that you want your crystals to absorb greenhouse gases? Yes, it and is. So how they do it? How is it that you want? What is the process? Okay. So uh, th- one of the goals for the crystals that I design is to make them absorb greenhouse gases. And the materials that I make, you can think of them like molecular sponges. They've got lots of open space for the molecules to go through, but you need something that'll stick the gases. So 
so some of the ways that you can stick a gas to a surface on the inside of a crystal is to have a metal ion or to have a certain arrangement of carbon atoms. It's called an aromatic ring. So we design the interior of the surfaces of our molecules so that we can make them sticky for greenhouse gases, whereas things that aren't greenhouse gases can just go through. So we've got a way to trap them. So it's like a, a sponge? It's entirely like a sponge. Your crystals are like sponges. So where do well, you, I want my crystals where, to be okay. like sponges. Where would you put them if you had you know, these crystal sponges that save the Earth? Where would you put them? <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I, the, these materials are designed so if you have somewhere where you're burning fuel, like a chemical plant, okay. you could put them where the gases come up, in the waste stream, and so that they trap the carbon dioxide and let everything else go through. Could you put That's them in the cars? In theory, you could put them in cars. No one's done that yet, but you could put them in cars. All right. Well, no how, one take my how idea. How long do they hold? How much do they hold compared to their like density or mass or volume or whatever? So I don't remember the exact numbers, but I, my recollection is that they can hold about their weight okay. in a greenhouse gas. Okay. So it's about the same amount that they weigh they can hold on to. So, sorry, follow-up question about Drew's question. So if you were to put these in cars, would it be efficient because they'd only be able to hold so much and then you couldn't have them hold more? Yeah, there, there are problems with putting them in cars because they only suck up so much and then you have to change them. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you have to get the gas off, regenerate them, make them usable again, and then put them right back in. Okay. So. Excellent. All right. Thank it you. It looks like the comedians are warming up here. And... We're ready for the next game, which is called the JARG, or the Jargon and Acronym game. All right, uh, because hey, this is what the scientists do, and especially the language of chemistry has a vast vocabulary of specialists and technical terms. And wouldn't you wanna hear the comedians making fun of some really cool specialized chemistry words. Many, many of these, that, this is the interesting part. Many of these technical terms have an equivalent in English. However, for a chemist, they usually mean something else. So here are some examples. Okay, so we have Examples like the glove box or bomb, oven, and zeolites. What would you make of them? How would you explain them if you were to be a chemist? Just imagine you're going to be the chemist. Okay, the so. What is oh, I was thinking glove box first, too, yeah. That's where I keep my tissues in my car. What is the glove box? And I feel like a chemist would keep their crystals or their. <laughs> They're cool finds in their glove box. Their copy of the periodic table. In That's that where they put it. Their, yeah, their, in the glove box. Their go-to yeah. place. Their own copy. Excellent guess. Yeah. I would never have guessed that. <laughs> but how, how about the glove box? Is really the box where you keep the what periodic tables? I, I don't keep my periodic tables in my glove box. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. So what do you but keep it, in But it is box? a big box, and it does have gloves. 
And when I want to work with something that's going to react with the atmosphere around us, with the oxygen and the water in the atmosphere, I stick it in the glove box where I don't have water and oxygen. Oh, and you stick yeah, your you've hands seen the, in. You stick your hands in and yeah. you work on things and you mix things <laughs> and you bring your bombs in. Yeah. So uh, let's go to two acronyms. Shall we try? Yes, please. I'm you so have ready. You to tell us what each letter means. Okay, okay. yeah. Easy. We can do this. Is We're doing one at a time, right? One at a time. There okay. are four letters. Okay. Okay. P as in Peter. Peter. X as in xylophone. Okay. <laughs> R as in rodent. And D as in daddy. P-X-R-D. Well, P-X definitely stands for P-90-X, <laughs> yes. which gets everybody into the right physical condition. And R-D is like road. Are they right development. so far? P-90-X, road, road, road development. Road development. Yep. We got it? No. Oh, we were close, sorry. Darn. No. Are they close? But R-D stands for road. I bet P is particle. X is experiment. With an X. <laughs> Excellent spelling. Ex experiment. Ex for experiment. Art it's a rap group called Experiment. <laughs> research so, and development. Tell us what is. PXRD. PXRD is powder X ray diffraction. Aww. Oh. You know, guys, I'm pretty impressed with this. We didn't get a single one right. You know, we were close. Yeah, we were close. Is. We're usually yeah. a little bit. Why, why powder? Why powder? And I don't why always do you use that. So I don't always get to make beautiful little crystals. A lot of times I get teeny tiny particles that aren't little crystals, and I need a way to figure out what they are. So powder x-ray diffraction is a, a technique that you can use to kind of get a molecular fingerprint of what solids that you have. So it's used in all sorts of cool things. Wow. So if you want to um, figure out do you have the right form of acetaminophen in your Tylenol, because it, acetaminophen, it's a molecule, but you get it as a solid, and there are many ways it can pack together as a solid, but only one of them is really good for your Tylenol. You use powder x-ray diffraction to figure out what it is. Okay. Great. Next acronym. Next, oh, Three right. letters. Three, three letters. Three letters. Three okay. letters. Easier okay. one. M O F. Moth. Moth. <laughs> Everyone's heard of that. Moth. Moth. M O F. No, M F as in Frank. Yeah. Oh, M O F. Moth. Moth. Oh, moth. 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 It's like uh, the first part of. Mothers mo or fathers. Mothers or fathers. <laughs> how close are it's they? How how Pretty is that related far. to chemistry? Okay. Molecules, uh, molecules or formulas? Ah, mothers of formulas. That's pretty good. Chem chemical formulas. No? No. Uh, modules Sorry. of friends. <laughs> no. Is molecules right? Molecules. No. Mom. Is mom mother? Is that right? I'm afraid not. Darn it. Masters of do, do, do we have someone from the audience who wants to pitch in? Oh, there Mass. you go. Mass. 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 No. Darn it. <laughs> Still not? Oh. Mass of fusion. Mass of fusion? Wait, is mass no. correct? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. You've been misled. Mm. Uh. Mal, you, you, the no. M is a word we know. Oh, look at that. Right? We have more hints. More hints from the audience. 
Mash. Mash. He's he's playing an air guitar for um, um, me. He's playing. Those of you who cannot see. He's playing a metal. 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 Metal or are we frankly? Frankly, metal or. It's just an out of the middle word. It starts with or. Oh, but or. it keeps going. Or it, ke- it goes farther. It goes further. Or the rainbow. Oh. <laughs> what was that, Alex? It was wrong. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> metal orifice fractions. Metal Good fraction. try, but no. Good try. Um, should I give? Are you, are you giving up? Is the O word a hard word? It's, they said that it starts with or. The sophomores think it's a hard word. Oh, Baron is a sophomore. I just got called out. Shots. The fired. sophomore science majors. Could think we it's potentially a hard word. just get the second word? And then, can we get a hint for the second word? Second word. Second when word is organic. Oh. Organic. Metal. Organic. Organic. Friends. Metal organic free. Fractions. Fra- metal organic. Fracking. Fusion. Fra- I like, I like <laughs> fracking. fracking. Wait, give us a hint for the last word. Did he say fraction? fraction. It's not a fraction. It is not fraction. It's not fraction. Faction. Like faction. Is it a faction? It's not a like faction. Fact? No. Go ahead, Barbara. Tell us. All right. It's a metal organic Framework. I was Aww. just about to that say I, that. I, I knew you were thinking. Framework. The, the, the fra 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 was pretty good, but not not quite there. Through this game that you are going to find out what makes a scientist, and in particular, what makes Barbara Reisner the Barbara chemist. Because okay, so the next game is called Two Truths and a Lie. So me and Kleber. Put together three facts about Barbara. And we gave them to the comedians. Only two of those three are true. One is a lie. So they're going to help us identify which one of those things are is the lie. And we have two rounds. Okay, so two rounds of two truths and a lie. Tell us which of those facts about Barbara is a lie. Take it away. Okay, so. Louder, Drew. Apparently, you have a pretty good party trick that you would love to try at your next Mark Gathering. You, uh, it says, she is looking into whether words can be spelled with elements on the periodic table, and she is quite proficient in doing this. Apparently, you can even spell my name that way. Give, me, give her a name, something else to spell, you name it, and let's see what she can come up with. We'll come back to that. We're gonna come back to that, that? Yeah. Right. All right. Next one. Dr. Reisner is a true Jersey girl. This does not only refer to her gorgeous hair, but also to her habits. She is a beer connoisseur, and being a chemist certainly helped with that. Few might be aware of the fact that there is one beer that Pale Fire brews that has been designed by and after her personality. Can you guess which one it is? All right. Uh-huh. No, no. Do we have a menu? <laughs> Let's get a name list over Toasty, here. Toasty, where are you with the menu? We need the menu. Okay, read your part. Oh, there we go. Alrighty. Dr. Reisner was a cheerleader for all of one week in high school when she realized that she 
she'd have to cheer for the football team, which wasn't going to cut it because she liked playing field hockey better, which she went back to immediately. Dr. Reisner also lettered in lacrosse, but she gave it up when she was tired of having people hurl very fast balls at her since she was the goalie. All right. All right. Let's discuss. I feel like mine was the most detailed. That was pretty detailed. Which sometimes can be a clue. That it is false. That it is true. <laughs> or false. I don't know. I'm down the top. Could we see a menu, perhaps? Sure. Here's the Here's thing. The because yeah, mine is pretty big. Yeah. Drew's is pretty big. So if we were to, let's see. Maybe the audience can so reach in here. Here's some, if you refer to your menus, these are the following options for it's Dr. Rice. personality. I think Deadly Rhythm is a pretty good one. Iron Leaf because of the periodic table. Iron Leaf. I'm gonna go with Iron Leaf. Um, well, do it. So we think Marin's is the truth. I think. Well, and then. Well, okay. This is the first demystifying the expert to be at Pale Fire, and if she designed and created her own Pale Fire brew. It would make sense that this would be the only time that we'd be that here. That would make sense. See, but I've been here before, and I don't see anything on the menu that's different. But, or maybe I'm just not paying attention. No. <laughs> so you say you can spell names with the periodic table, or you're working on it. That's what it says there. It, it is what it says. Do you, could you spell Drew? Well, Drew. you have to guess before. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Oh. I feel like spelling names out. on the periodic table is easy if you're a chemist because you study the periodic table. I, think, I agree with that. I agree. Now, I think, are, do we need to vote as one or can we all vote separately? I think we have to, to come up with one cohesive one I think mine is the truth. I think she can spell names with the periodic table. I, all right, let's do it. I, and then what's... No, it's two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Two are true, one is a lie. No, you have to guess what the lie is. Yeah. Ah. So, <laughs> okay. I think I Alex think yours is the... Hmm. I don't know. I think... I'm going to go ahead and say... I think there might be a beer here. That is... Okay, designed by and after her personality. Then let's go with mine as the lie. Okay, okay. Alex's <laughs> is the lie because of its... I guess, I guess. It, so what is it? Alex's. The, no, is the, the field cross one. Okay, okay. So you believe that uh, she was not a cheerleader? We, we think she was absolutely not a cheerleader. For okay, a week. Barbara, tell us. Were you a cheerleader? Yeah, Barbara. For all of a week. Oh. oh. Marin, I think yours is a lie. Mine was probably the lie. The what lie. what no, name would I you choose? I wanted to hope that it wasn't. What name so. would I If you I had choose? a beer named after you, after your work <gasps> or your, your personality, it would be something dark. Oh, so something like something that can be spelled with the chemical. Uh, yeah, actually, but I, but I, I can't spell dark with the elements, so it can't be dark. I need a name that I can, Iron I can Chef. spell. Can you do Drew? Yeah, can you do Drew? No, you can't do Drew. What can about you do Alex? Marin. No Marin. Alex. <laughs> no Alex. Okay, do Barbara. I guess we're not then. special. Aluminum. <laughs> Estrogen. Can I give them a periodic Nitrogen. table? Oh, does anyone need a periodic table? Does anybody have a periodic table out there? Oh, we have there periodic you go. Oh my God. Well, we you, came Owen. prepared. That's a periodic table. All right, you each get a periodic table. 
Here's I could have just brought table. my own. That's... I know, I know. It's, it's Wait, tough. is this a sticker? It's a sticker <gasps> for your computer. Oh, oh we have gosh. stickers with the periodic table. Does anyone else need one? This is the first Wait, time I've ever gotten a prize from one of these. All right. Words. Yeah. All right. So, All Barbara, right. are you going to do your name? I will do my name. Okay. So, let's see. Okay. So, I can do it boron, argon, barium, radium. There you go. I'll, I'll have to take your word on that one. <laughs> that it, it's there, trust me. Mine doesn't have pictures. Oh, you need pictures. We, we can do pictures. Okay. Oh, we have pictures. That we would help pictures. a lot. Um, yeah. Oh, you do have pictures. We, we have, do have a big pictures. periodic table. Uh, there you go. Will that help? Wow. That didn't help, did it? There it, it is. <laughs> There's the periodic table. No, not at all. All right. I think we're ready. Fantastic. We're going to give the chance to shine to our comedians. All right. Ooh. They're going to have their own skit. So they're the only ones you're going to hear speaking. No Romanian accent, no Brazilian accent. That's it for us. It's just the comedians. So... What are they going to do, Kleber? So the game is called the Fortune Cookies game, Careful. in which they will play a day in the life of Dr. Barbara Weisner. So I don't know who is going to play her, but she will be on the set here. And as they play, they will read some stuff for you. So we need to decide who is going to play Dr. Reisner. That's right. We could, can we just decide once we start the scene? Sure, of course, why not? Okay. Dr. Reisner? Yes. I've, uh, I just don't think I'm doing quite well enough in your class and I just need to talk about it, okay? Is it the crystals again? It's the crystals, it's the chemistry, the whole nine. I just can't seem to get a hold of. Chemistry can be spontaneous combustion that excites, insights, often harms but not understood. I just can't understand it, Dr. Reisner. Okay, you know, you know what I always say to my kids is you just have to, I am now convinced that we have become possessed of experimental evidence of this discrete, of the discrete or grained nature of matter which the atomic hypothesis sought in vain. Dr. Reisner, you just vain. start talking and you just start saying something else in the middle of a sentence. You just start blabbering on about chemistry. I don't know what you mean. You weren't supposed to hear this student. I promise I won't tell anybody. I'll keep my mouth shut. Just like the time you told me that. Uh, chicken fizz, oh Lord, protect all of us who toil in the vineyards of experimental chemistry. I told you to never bring that up again. And I'm only bringing it up to you, not to the world. I'm right here too. Dr. Reisner, I would never harm you or your legacy. You know, you're both so screwed up alone that together you're like the perfect mess. You and I. We are the perfect mess. The perfect mess. And you know what? My... What? I think that patience is the blue veritol to control the fungal emotions of life. That's what they always say about love. Yes. I, think, yes. I think that will really help you in your quest for chemistry. But Dr. Reisner, I have his help, but I don't have yours. The advance of science has removed the last chemical hiding place 
for the once highly esteemed vital force that is my love for learning. And you're leaving me out to dry. Okay, Rodney, I've been here for you this entire time. I've been here for him. He has. Get out of this, Mr. Reisner. No, you won't talk to your husband like that. I think it just says a lot about our chemistry, okay? I will say what I want to him. Well, you know what, wifey? I might paraphrase Churchill and say, never have I received so much for so little. That discovery of an interaction among these things made it obvious that they must be touching, but in science, what is obvious is not necessarily true, wife. Guys. I can't believe you would talk to me like that. Life is a chemical reaction, reaction and it requires only balancing. Can you balance with me? I guys, you would mention guys, our vows. I gotta say something. I've been holding it in and I just can't anymore. I got into magic because I got into alchemy, which I got into because I was into chemistry, which I was learning about because I wanted to get better with botany, which I had taken up studying in an effort to grow some killer hops for, you know, opening a brewery in town. I have dreams. And you're leaving me out to dry, Reisners, the both of you. I know what we need to do. I didn't what? Know, I didn't know he had so much passion. The chemists are strange class of mortar, mortals, impelled by an almost insane impulse to seek their pleasures amid smoke and vapor, suit and flame, poisons and poverty. Poisons and poverty, eh? You don't know about poisons and poverty, because I love you. So you want to bring our marriage into this? I'll bring, I'll bring whatever into this. I'm getting a C in this class right now, and I'm trying to do better. You know what? If you came to class the day I talked about, if you want to become a chemist, you will have to ruin your health. You got something to say? You are way too healthy to be a chemist. That body, you just got to inhale way more chemicals, all right? And you know what? In addition to that, it is certain that nobody thus far has observed the transformation of dead into living matter. I realized it is like a dating agency. The ions are the lost souls looking for mates. The electrolyte is like the agency that can help them find each other. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you and you find each other. Well, we are, we owe our liberation to chemistry. For all perception is but a change in the concentration of hydrogen ions on the surface of brain cells. Do you remember what the priest said to us on the day we married, Dr. Reisner? Remind me, Mr. Reisner. You remember? I was hiding. If love is the engine, intellect is the ignition, and chemistry is the spark. The spark. The spark. That's what you need. You need a spark of knowledge to get a C in this class. Label clearly, measure twice, eat elsewhere. With those steps, you can achieve anything in this world. One more fact. Give me one more chance to just, off the top of my head with nothing in front of me, say a chemistry fact and give me a C in this class and you'll never hear from me again. Is that a deal? That's a deal, I suppose. And Wait. then this whole thing is over. If you go very deep, you will see that you are not in freedom. You are in a cage made by chemistry and science. 
we are in a cage. When the chemistry is right, all the experiments work. And then, you know what? So what if we have chemistry? Chemistry doesn't miraculously turn bad boys into good ones. What are you trying to say? I'm not ready to be a, a good boy. Say it. Say it to her. You want me to say it? I want you to say it. Well, chemistry is great, but eventually, your relationship moves out of the laboratory, like our relationship did. I was a chemistry bad boy. Do you really mean that? I mean every word of it. If the elements are the alphabets of chemistry, then the compounds are its plays, its poems, and its novels, just like our love for one another. It can't be helped. It's chemistry. It's inherent. You can't make yourself love someone if you don't, and you can't make yourself love, stop loving someone if you He's right. I know I'm right! Dr. Reisner, if you don't give this student the C he needs... You're right. Please, Dr. Reisner. You know... I'll do I've, anything. I've been thinking a lot. And you must love chemistry even when it's not working. You must love chemistry unconditionally. And because I love chemistry unconditionally, I, Dr. Reisner, give you a C in this course. Dr. Reisner, to tell you the truth, I don't do it because it's useful. I do it because it's amusing. Thank you both. Excellent, excellent. So I never seen that side of Barbara Reisner. <laughs> that side normally doesn't come up at work. <laughs> well, you we just need to bring like it this? up to her. <laughs> so we had such a, a nice conversation here. We would like to give the comedians an opportunity now to tell us what they have learned with our expert tonight. Okay. Well, Alex, you go first. Sure. Uh, when I think of chemistry, I've always kind of thought at the microscopic level. And when I think microscopic, I think you can't see it. And I, I think it's cool that you can actually detect, like you can see the crystals with your eyes. I, I don't know. I just would never expect that something a chemist is studying is actually visible. So that's just struck me as particularly unique. I learned that x-rays are small which I know is weird because I just thought they were invisible and they were like normal sized things of light but they are small things that hit small crystals I, I didn't know that chemistry had so many practical uses I didn't know it could be used to help the environment or that crystals could do anything to prevent global warming I just, I just thought it was all classroom excellent nice. Thank you. All right. Thank you, thank you. Thank you Let's so much. Let's give a round of applause for Dr. Reisner and our comedians. Woo! Alex, Marion, and Drew. Thank you. Thank There's you. There's a mystery to untangle. Using comedy as our angle. We'll reveal the question.
request of a special guest with a little jesting will be demystifying the expert using laughter as our guide demystifying the expert till our questions have been satisfied and the expert has been well demystified <laughs>